0: Uh, but today we want to talk about prophecies regarding Jesus so this is important because Jesus is supposed to be that reason for the season but this time of year is a time of year where people do accept that there is something that happened Easter and Christmas, those are two really good times to have an opportunity to talk to someone about religion, if you want to get, you know, get particular, without them getting as, as upset, potentially, some of them are more open, more willing, um, passing out tracks this time of year, people are more willing to accept that from you, so this is a really good time, but it's also a good time for us to remember, you know, we can get busy, it, it, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of things that pop up. We have Christmas plays and cantatas and uh, parties and just all the stuff that's happening, school projects, whatever. But we need to make sure that we're remembering why this is important. So a couple of years ago, I put together a Bible reading chart. If you heard a previous episode, you might have heard about it. You might have grabbed it. Um, but I made this chart and I just want to read through Maybe not all of them, but uh, some of these prophecies of Jesus and things that we know from the Old Testament to now the New Testament, we see that from fulfillment, or we see the that Jesus is the same. You know, people deny Jesus Trinity, but again, we won't get into that. But we're going to show some of those those different comparisons from. Old Testament to New Testament. So, let's get started. So, number one is Jesus is the creator. Now, in Genesis one one it says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Now, we know God is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So, we know Jesus had a part in creation, and we see that in, I have just Ephesians 3 9, but technically it should be Ephesians 3, 8 and 9. So let me read those which say unto me, who am less than the least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles, the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God who created all things by Christ Jesus. So here is that proof text that Jesus is the creator. Creation is done by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now, our next one is found, the first part uh, is found, hang on, that Jesus is the pre-existent Son. So, we see something in Psalm 102, verses 25 through 27, which says, Of old hast thou laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They shall perish, but thou shalt endure. Yea, all of them shall wax old like a garment. As a vesture shalt thou change them, and they shall be changed. But thou art the same, and thy years shall have no end. Now the comparison verse with this is found in Hebrews one ten through 10-12, which says, verse 10, And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of thine hands. They shall perish but thou remainest, and they all shall wax old as that the garment, and as a vesture shalt thou fold them up, and they shall be changed, but thou art the same, and thy years shall not fail. Jesus has been around a while. He was around at creation. He is still around today. He hasn't disappeared. He hasn't gone anywhere. He is still here. Our third is that Jesus is born as a child. We see the prophecy of this in Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7, which say, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government should be upon his shoulder, and his name should be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it from judgment to uh, sorry to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever is that the zeal of the lord of hosts will perform this now the prophecy fulfillment is found in luke 1 verse 31 someday i'll go through and all these verses that i want to read i'll have them all you know printed up ahead of time so that i don't have to flip pages but hey get a little page flipping sound it'll be okay and the fulfillment is found in luke 1 and behold thou shalt conceive in thy womb and shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name jesus that's the fulfillment is found there now our next one is that jesus is declared the son of god now, i'm going through these quickly because there's there's about 20 of them and if it takes about a you know minute a piece to do them it will take us 20 minutes so move along as quickly as possible um So, Jesus is declared the Son of God, found in Psalm 2, verse 7, which says, I will declare the decree the Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my Son, this day have I begotten thee. And then the prophecy is found in, uh, fulfillment is found in Matthew 3, verses 16 through 17, when Jesus is being uh, baptized by John, I believe it is, or is this, yeah, baptized by John. And these verses say, And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So, if there was any doubt that Jesus is the Son of God, God Himself from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Uh, so anyone who has doubts about Jesus being the Son of God, check these verses. They describe, describe it really, really well. All right. Um, the next is, starts in Genesis 22, verse 8, and the fact that Jesus is the Lamb, uh, the fact that the Lamb of God is promised. So we know Jesus is that Lamb of God. Uh, we'll see that fulfillment here in a moment. The original promise is... Um, the original prophecy is in Genesis 22 verse 8 and Abraham said my son God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering So so they went both of them together and we know that fulfillment is found in John 1 verse 29 which is being said by John the next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith behold the lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. It's so clear. We see an Old Testament prophecy, uh, promise, and then we see this New Testament fulfillment. It's amazing. Um, the next is that Jesus would be born of a woman. Now, this goes back. This is like the first promise in the Bible. It's a promise made to Adam and to Eve, Um in genesis 3 verse 15 and says i will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel and the fulfillment of this fact that jesus was born of a woman is found in matthew there's a couple places i suppose you could you could find it but the one i have listed is matthew 1 verse 21 which says and she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name jesus for he shall save his people from their sins it's powerful when we go back and we realize here's what God said and here's the answer so many times we don't go and look at that we don't look at what God said and then what he answered we're looking at just one one aspect of maybe a topic and we don't look at both sides that all the way back years and years ago God made a promise And then we get to see where he kept that promise. That's a reminder to us that God does that even today. He's made a promise. You know, I wasn't there 2,000 years ago when Jesus died on the cross. But his power to save me, his power to cleanse my sins, is still as powerful today in 2021 as it was 2,000 years ago when he died on the cross. But to see that going back and forth, back and forth even though I wrote this. I, I put these together. I put these things together. Uh, but even for me looking at it again, it's like, yeah, this is, this is so cool to see that here's, here's what God promised. And here's where it happened. Uh, it's just so cool. It's, it's very cool to see. Um, we're going to do the, the seventh one. We might get through all these. We'll see. Uh, the seventh one is found the promise is found in isaiah 7 verse 14 a verse you're very familiar with i'm sure i'm gonna read it though just to make sure i don't misquote it i've been known to do that so isaiah seven fourteen. 14 and, and, and it's so f- i just gotta talk for just a second just a second so this story is about a king who is offered to ask a sign of god to you know Ask anything of God. He, he's, this King Ahaz, is one of the few people who said, hey, ask me anything. Ask me for a sign. And Ahaz says, I will not ask. Neither will I tempt the Lord. It's like, what? God said, I'll give you a sign. Ask me for it. And he refuses. But God says, well, never mind. I'm going to give you a sign anyhow. Um, and it says, verse 14, therefore the Lord himself should give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And shall call his name Emmanuel. So this is of the prophecy that Jesus is born of a virgin. So we find that fulfillment in Luke chapter one. Um I think it's Luke. I suppose that it's completely the fulfillment, but again the promise, the fulfillment would technically be in um Luke 2, 7, she brought forth her son, firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. But, um, we want to see again that reminder that God's going to do that, which is in Luke 1, verses 26 through 31? Well, I guess more through 38, yeah, 26 through 38, um... Because Gabriel says in, in verse 26, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. So there we see that it's not just any old Mary. It's just not any old person. It is specifically the virgin Mary. Right? We know that he will be born of the line of Abraham. So we see this promise given very early on. Again, a very early promise that God gives all the way back in Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3. Now God had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. What greater way to be a blessing than for the Savior of the world to come through your line. That is pretty impressive. That is a way that is definitely um, something we can say, yeah, that's that's a blessing. It's a big blessing. And we see that fulfillment in Matthew 1.1, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, The son of Abraham. That's pretty cool. Now we know also more specifically from Abraham's line that he would be born of the tribe of Judah. Now how do we know that? Why is this specific? Uh, We're gonna look back at Genesis 49 verse 10 which says, uh, I guess we need to read verse, let's read verse 8 through 10. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise, thy hand shall be in the neck of thine enemies, thy father's children shall bow down before thee. Judah is a lion's whelp, from the prey, my son, thou art gone up. He stooped down, he crouched as a lion, and as an old lion, who shall rouse him up. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet, until Shiloh come, and unto him shall the gathering of the people be. So there we see the promise that the line would be through the tribe of Judah. Now this we had to go all the way out to Hebrews chapter 7 verse 14. Um, We can see it in other places. We know just following the genealogy we can see the fulfillment of this. But we also see in chapter 7 of Hebrews verse 14, um, For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spake not, concerning priesthood. So the Lord, he came, he sprang out from the tribe of Judah. And then we want to look at that Jesus is the heir to David's throne. And we see this um, again in Isaiah 9-7. So I I won't read that again for sake of time. Um, But we know that he is the heir to David's throne. The fulfillment of that is again in Luke 1, verses 32-33, through which say, He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. So we see the fulfillment. We know that Reading on to Revelation we know Jesus will reign on earth uh, that's in the future though but again another prophecy that we can see also